Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Paul Sperry over at Real Clear Investigations has a piece that points out that the unit responsible for the fake, concocted, entrapment kidnapping case of Gretchen Whitmer, also the unit that is apparently aiding the January 6th committee, and the unit that oversaw the raid of Mar-a-Lago is not only the subject, partly the subject of John Durham's investigation, but they are under investigation by the Office of Professional Responsibility within the Department of Justice. Now, why aren't you seeing that all over the media? What Paul Sperry identifies is basically it's the remains of the Peter Strzok team. And it may be that some of these officials are seeking revenge for the firing of Comey, McCabe, Strzok, and Page. Now, if that's the case, we've got a very big issue here. But notice I say, if that's the case, these people that are jumping up and down, Trump's got nuclear secrets. Oh my God. We got to get him into an orange jumpsuit now. Now he's guilty. Nuclear secrets. There has been no trial. There has been no trial. There's not even an indictment. The Department of Justice has a week, a full week, to determine, the judge has said that the affidavit may be released and has given the Department of Justice a full week to recommend uh, what should be redacted. In other words, the process is, is playing out. Regardless of how we feel about the process, perhaps being politicized. But all over Twitter, he's guilty. He's going down. He's going to be in jail. August over. Didn't you learn anything from the Mueller investigation? At all? <laughs> I mean, did we've already been through fake dossiers. Fake surveillance programs, crossfire hurricane, Trump, Russia. This all went by the wayside, but the hyperventilator. Tune in tonight. Tune in tonight to Rachel Meadow, where I expose nothing. There's a reason why they're cleaning house over at CNN. Okay. I'm going to say this. I know it was, there was a little fun to be had. I hold no personal animosity towards Brian Stelter. I don't even know the man. I don't know him. I've never met him. I heard a hysterical story once, and maybe I shouldn't tell this, but now I won't tell it. Um, but anyway, I don't know the man. And I, I am not somebody that dances on the graves of other people's careers in this business. But clearly what was going on at CNN was the the network that prided itself say well Andrew what about Fox News there is Tucker Hannity and Ingram do not pretend that they they are upfront that they are conservatives in media and that their programs come from a conservative point of view I've never I you know I've I've never heard Sean in the 20 years that I've known him say what I'm doing is the who the what the when the why and the how now, again, I don't work for Fox News. I have never been paid a penny by Fox News for anything. I have worked for The Blaze. I have worked for CRTV. 
I've worked for Blaze TV. I now work for Salem News Channel. There I have drawn a paycheck. That is correct. I've never drawn a penny on any level from Fox News. I've never been an employee. I've never been a contractor. I've never been a contributor, if you will. Never, not a penny to my name has derived from News Corp. But what I do know as somebody who's been in this business for 20 years, the difference between presenting something as the unbiased neutral news and a news talk and opinion program. This is a news talk and opinion program. That's what this is. I, I am not, I'm not a newscaster. I'm not pretending to be a newscaster. I trained to be in media. I mean, I have a journalism degree, but you know, I'm not currently operating under the assumption of being a neutral journalist. I'm laying it out for you as clearly as possible. But it's obvious what's happening now after years, six long years, seven long years, that the expectation that the majority of what was being presented by CNN was the news has descended into not just opinion, but pure and unadulterated hatred and animosity, and it's costing them ratings. Is there a single professor in a journalism school anywhere in America that would say Jim Acosta, as a White House correspondent, was a down-the-line neutral journalist? I don't think anybody would, would, would agree to that. His questioning in the White House press room was not at all neutral. As a matter of fact, he started debates. Fights, arguments. I've been personal witness to his off-camera behavior. I've told the story about Sebastian Gorka many times. What's that, Abilio? So maybe the, the new bosses are sick and tired of being branded this left-wing, smug, smarmy, northeastern establishment network. And if they go back or they, I don't think they were ever neutral, but if they try to dial it back a little bit, that's a good thing. If they're going to have opinion shows, let them be labeled opinion shows by the people that host them. So Brian Stelter's just the latest victim on top of Andrew Cuomo. I would imagine that Don Lemon and uh, Jim Acosta may be on the phone with their agents. I don't think they'll touch Anderson Cooper, but that's besides the point. The other one, you have an op-ed on CNN. Speaking of which, claiming that Republicans are attacking the FBI and the IRS. As we head toward the midterm elections, the Democrats are trying to make themselves into the We Love Law Enforcement Party. You're supposed to forget all about defund the police and abolish ICE. I mean... And this is this is going to take me to the next point. The ruling class hates your guts. How dare you ask any questions of the narrative now? This is the history of now. It's the narrative now, 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 now. And you see the media pumping up Joe Biden. He's got big wins, big wins, big wins. He's winning. Hashtag winning. He's the Charlie Sheen of politics. He's probably, you know, Drinking tiger's milk or something. Big win. It's a big win. Who's the big winner? Joey's the big winner. There's no beautiful babies on the Tuesday night. That's a skank shift. Ten points if you know what movie is that from. I think I botched the quote. 
I've got a 50-cent piece, and it's all yours. Come on, baby. There's a lot of beautiful babies around here. There's no beautiful babies here. Wine Tick 695, Patriot 9572874. One of my favorite movies of all time, by the way. It's amazing to watch the media. The president's approval ratings are in the toilet. And the polls they're conducting, we know, are Democrat heavy. And the other one, the Daily Mail has a piece breaking down the crime rates and outbound migration of San Francisco, Cleveland, and Portland. People are fleeing these Democrat cities. Seattle, Portland, Chicago, Minneapolis, New York City, these are top-to-bottom controlled by Democrat localities. And they are not rebounding from the lockdowns. Their crime rates are through the roof. And what we get from the National Democrats, what we get from the D.C. insiders, is local police bad, federal police good. So it doesn't really matter if you can't walk down the street. You know, maybe we should all learn those those football drills. You know, you you run into the, the tires, try some spin moves. I mean, to get around the person shooting up in the street, watch out for the pile of human feces, you know, jump over the person passed out in the street, try to get, you know, weave in and out of the homeless camp. Watch for the purse snatcher and the carjack. I was watching a nice little video in Los Angeles as a group of youths ransacked a 7-Eleven convenience store. The streets have been given over to the criminal element. And recalling a district attorney here or a district attorney there isn't going to make any difference. Crime is through the roof. That's a fact. But see, if you live in the suburbs of Virginia and you commute into Washington, D.C. every day, what the hell do you care? What the hell do you care? You know, last night, my my argument, the monologue segment on my Salem News program was that Liz Cheney's ousting had very little to do with Donald Trump and a whole lot to do with people getting sick and tired of an establishment, an elite that hates their guts. Now, it's perfectly acceptable for somebody, we call it carpetbagging, but people move about the country. And if they are popular or they're encouraged to run for office at a place they might not have been born and raised, it happens all the time. But Liz Cheney spent most of her life in McLean, Virginia, not in Wyoming. And when you have a political elite that sneer at the average person and talk down to the average person, you know, some of these Republicans, they live in the same suburbs. Stop attacking the FBI, they say. That includes Mike Pence. That's because, again, they get their coffee at the same places. Their kids go to the same schools. They live in the same neighborhoods. They shop at the same grocery stores. These are their friends. The crime waves in these cities are not touching these federal Democrats, these national Democrats. It's not touching the media elite who go from penthouse to limousine to studio back to penthouse, maybe out for a cocktail and a fine dinner. But they're not walking the streets. I see it every day. Being back at the mothership, let me tell you something. The lockdown was was just, we all had our complaints. Now, was I blessed that I got to continue working? Yes. Did I lose pay? No. But trying to do a radio show from 
here, there, a mixed bag of places. It's not, it was nice, to, it's nice to be back in my studio. It's nice, my favorite is when my office mate David Webb is in town. Feels like there's a certain normalcy crossing over. How's it going? But I ride the train in. I ride the buses. I'm in the subway every day. There's more human crap on the subway platform than I've ever seen in my life. Eighth Avenue is Skid Row. And it's not just here in New York City. Now, a lot of you listening are like, well, that's that's a you people problem in the big cities. And you know what? You're right. But these, these national leftists don't give a damn. The schools are crumbling. And the only reason why apparently they're crumbling is because of the trillions of dollars that we spent, we didn't spend enough. Everything, more budgeting. Who cares how you're living? They're doing just fine. There are no shortages in Washington, D.C. The gas prices don't matter to them. The gas prices don't matter to people that have government vehicles. What the hell do they care? They fill up on the government's credit card, which you pay for. The shelves are stocked. The baby formula is there. The diapers are there. The feminine hygiene products are there. Nothing is missing from the shelves in the suburbs surrounding Washington, D.C. So they don't care. They hate you. But this all of a sudden, this all of a sudden political talking point that Democrats are really, you can't be pro-cop and pro-coup. But apparently you can be pro-cop and pro-riot. You can be apparently pro-mainstream and pro-riot. You apparently can be small business owner and pro-mob. That's okay. Why? Because it doesn't bother them. People like Liz Cheney spend, and I'm putting my thumb right up against my forefinger, this much time in the district. They come back to fundraise, to campaign, and that's it. Wintick 695 Patriot 9572874. By the way, Liz Cheney's running for president, if you don't know. She's already put up a website for a super PAC that she's starting. That's the first indication that she's running for president. It's got her sweet little face right there. It's called the Great Task Pack. But notice Liz Cheney, the only thing she tells anyone. What's your greatest concern? Keeping Trump out of office. It's not gas prices. It's not inflation. It's not the out-of-control border. It's not the crime rate. It's not China. It's not Russia. It's getting, it's keeping Trump out of office. Can you tell me which of these problems we had when Trump was in office, Congresswoman Cheney? I'd love to hear it. The answer is none. You have this one idiot left-wing uh, podcaster. I'm not even going to play the clip because it's. I just don't want to give the guy any attention. But basically he said... No matter what was on Hunter Biden's laptop, even if there were dead bodies in his basement, it doesn't matter. The only thing was getting Trump in, out of office. The political elite can't stand the fact that somebody punctured their little bubble. And they want their bubble back. They want their oasis back. They want their exclusive country club back. And they don't want you messing it up. They hate you. We're right, they're wrong. That's the end of the story. I got a lot to get to. Serious XM Patreon. You can join me live on the Wilcom Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Serious XM Patriot, Channel 125. <laughs>